everyone. We're going to go in live in a couple minutes. We're just going to give a chance to a few people here to log on. Art, Art, you're the first one. Hello, Invest Franco. Hello, hello. Thank you for coming on. We have a good topic today. Yeah, we have a cool topic. Yeah. Hello, and Nick, you're there also. Get my Amazing. Wand How come I want the wand? I get the wand. Oh, okay. Next time. Next time I'll get it. I'm gonna get it. Okay. You get the wand. I get the coffee. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Can you guys hear us? Okay. If somebody can give me a. Yes, you win. You were ready to enter quickly there, Art. That's awesome. Jennifer's here. Hey, guys. Hello. Yes, and we, we got our mics on, so uh, anyway. Mariana's our, here. Scott Newton. Awesome, awesome. If for some reason it ever goes out, well, I guess we won't be reading we're going to be talking, but I'm going to keep an eye. If you see me looking down, so I want to make sure our microphones don't go dead. It's on batteries, so look. I'm ready. If they do. I'm Your whiteboard do. is backwards. Uh-oh. Do an ask. Is it? Okay, so how are we going to do that? Oh. <coughs> No, oh, is it? is it? We'd have to turn this around so that they Okay, can we do can we turn that? Let me see. Thank is it you. Seriously backwards? Thank you for telling <laughs> us. So we're gonna have to do Journal. that, I think. No, and then do this. We can hear you. Okay. Is the back is it still white? Is, is it, it okay still, now? Uh, it's funny. Usually when we do videos, hey Jazz, thumbs up Jazz. Awesome, awesome. All right, so looks, well, now it looks better. Do that? Yeah, when we do. Live? I guess videos is this, is this way. Facebook Live or Instagram? Instagram Live. We have oh, to Facebook's switch. the same thing, right? It goes so I'll backwards. Let's have another peek. So we won't be able to see your comments, guys, um, once we once we actually start. But please know that we do save about ten minutes at the end. Dave, you'll have to keep an eye on your. There we go. All right, this is what watch. happens when when you're newbies. <laughs> Like and us and, and not, savvy. yeah, we're, we're not tech savvy. We're not so. tech savvy. Awesome. So, all right, let's get it started. All right. Let's get started. Session, uh, our second show. Oh, and I got to do my blurb and I, I don't yes. even have my script. Yes, all right, so he's winning, winging the, the blurb. Right. Get your radio get voice on. <laughs> all right, everyone. Welcome to the Investor Mel and Dave show featuring Mel and Dave. It's a show not just about real estate, but it's about entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and whatever else is supposed to be in my script, coming to you live today, Wednesday, January 22nd, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. All right. Awesome. Let's get started. So today, topic of the day will be filing your deal pipeline. We had yes. a lot of, we posted a post on this. Yeah, everyone wanted, how do I fill my pipeline for, you know, how do I find deals? How do I fill my pipeline? So I thought, you know what, let's, let's break it up a little bit. Let's break it down for you. So we'll be covering different topics. We have it kind of in background here so you can kind of see if you can see between us. Um, so the first one will be how to find the right deals. There's deals all over, right? So how do you find the right ones? And, and Dave, if you want to start off with that. Yeah, okay, so you want to go through them quickly, right? Um, and, and always the 1% rule always comes up, okay? And a lot of people, uh, they don't, well, you know what, let me explain the 1% rule. And I see it as the 1% rule and the 0.75% rule. And I should grab a calculator so I have some, some numbers. But you know what? I'll use easy numbers so it's easy, okay? So the 1% rule is if your, if your monthly cash flow, monthly, this is how you use it. So monthly, monthly, monthly. So let's say your monthly cash flow is, I don't know, um, $4,000, okay? So the monthly cash flow, this is, sorry, the rent. The gross rent is $4,000. So that's 1% of what the purchase price could be. So if the purchase price is 400,000, 
then you know, you know, okay, let's let's look at this building further, right? If the purchase price is 500,000 and the gross monthly rent is only 4,000, then, you know, if you do that times 100, it's only 400,000. So if they're asking 500,000, it doesn't meet the 1% rule. So that being said, if it's below, you know, if they're asking 300,000 and the gross monthly rent is 4,000 times 100, uh, then, you know, that would be 400,000. So you're getting the building below price or below the 1% rule. And again, don't use this as it all depends on other stuff. What are the expenses and all that? But this is a quick and dirty way that real estate investors uh, use to look at deals. Again, don't hang your hat on that. It's just, I look at that to see quickly, hey, does it make sense? Okay. And then I dive into the numbers and who knows, you know, I might have a $300,000 building that, uh, makes or brings in $4,000 of rent per month times 100 which would make 400,000. So that's one per, you know 1% of the 400,000 is 4,000. Um but the expenses are astronomical, right? The the hydro is is you know it's not an energy efficient building. Um the gas, the hydro, the water. So when you look into those expenses, it might not make any sense. But this is just a quick and dirty. The other thing I like to look at is the 0.75. So let's see. Okay. Let's say if they're asking $400,000 for a building. Okay, so 400,000 times 0.75%, that's 3,000, okay? So let's say that building is bringing in $3,000 gross per month. You'd say, well, Dave, it doesn't meet the uh, 1% rule anymore. No, it doesn't, but it still might be worth investigating. And what you're going to investigate, and again, this is just a prelim. You just want to say, hey, am I diving in or no? So the prelim here, and this is important, and this is how we find some good deals, is what is the ceiling on those rents, okay? If you have 0.75% or 1% uh, rule, and, and you know that it applies to that building and it makes sense, but then all rents are underperforming. You know, like let's say you got a $800 rent. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's how we find them. And then, but then the rent should be 1000 or 1200 Okay, so it just met the 0.75 should be your bottom threshold. The 0.1 should be your top. If it falls within there, awesome. And then the one step further is, are the rents at the ceiling? Meaning, are they as high as they could be? If they're all as high as they could be, and it looks like the building is going to max out at that 1% rule, you know, it still might be a building you want to invest, but you know that the ceiling is near, right? You're, you're close to meeting that ceiling on that building. If you can meet the 0.75 or the 1% rule, but all the rents or most of the rents are underperforming, those are the ones where you're like, okay, it's meeting the threshold. Yes. Boom. Once I take possession, I jack up the rents, and, you know, legally and ethically and morally and all that stuff, but you get the rents up, then you're going to be past that 1% rule. That's how you get the higher refinances, guys. Yeah, so that's how, you know, especially if you're using creative strategies like we love to do, you know, we're all about zero down. you got to find those zero those kind of deals where it makes sense and also working with an investor focused agent and, and they're out there you know they're they're putting you know jazz is on here i'm not sure who else because i can't see the screen but uh um you know investor focused realtors is who you want to be dealing with because they understand investing they understand the one percent rule and that kind of stuff right so they can help you through it so make sure you do that as well yeah so that's how to find the right deals the one percent rule that's to get in and out quicker and then you you examine uh more in depth. Yeah. Wow. Now, how to 
filter through deals. So you're getting all the deals. Oh, deals are coming your way. Okay, now what? You you got to look at the numbers. Um, is what we do, right? So we don't go look at place. We rarely go look at places unless we've reviewed the numbers. So we put in the numbers in our cash flow matrix. We analyze it. You know, does it make sense? Um, and then if it does make sense, then we, you know, we'll, we'll ask for more information or we may go see it. Now that being said, there's <laughs> always, yeah, there's, of course, there's always exceptions. Like we actually, around 11 o'clock, just finished uh, going to see a place. Lady wanted to give us the information face to face, but we like the building. Um, so we thought, you know what, let's, let's be flexible with her. And, you know, so, so that, that does happen. But 95% of the time, we do review the number before we actually spend our time going to the property. And I suggest that you do the same as well. Absolutely. Because if the numbers don't make sense, you can walk through the building all day long. And when you do that, you're wasting uh, the realtor's time, right? Which, again, you would, let's keep that uh, in mind, that the realtor's going to love you for that, for not wasting their time. And you're wasting your time, most importantly. Like, why would you want to walk through buildings if, the, if then you get back and the numbers don't make sense? Like, you just wasted time. And... I know it's fun to walk. I love walking through buildings too, but at some point, you know, you got to start making money on these buildings. Walking through them isn't making you money. It's doing the numbers, getting the offers in and buying it that's making you the money. Yeah. And if you're new to real estate investing, you know, of course you may, if you're getting to know the market. We talk about that in our know, book. Yeah. It's good to, yes, of course, you know, get to know your market. And that, and that comes, <laughs> <laughs> and that comes with uh, going to see properties at first. But once you know and understand your market, you know, skip that step, crunch the numbers yeah. if it makes sense move on to to the next one right absolutely yeah oh by the way everyone i shaved i don't know if everyone noticed so i've shaved i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it i feel like a 12 year old little boy so for the first time in for the first time in forever no, for the first time in two years i shaved it's coming back in i miss my my beard so if you're wondering you may be already made posts we can't see because the phone's turned around uh the beard's coming back uh so if you guys like the clean shave i'm sorry it's coming back i hate it anyway, yeah let's I, I like both but I, I haven't, you know, I used to prefer clean. She liked it clean when I was about 60 pounds lighter. Now that I'm, <laughs> now I'm last night's beard. No, no, no. I just, I like the roughness as well. How to use automation. Oh yes. my gosh, guys, get automated, get automatic, get on that. Like technology is our friend, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one great way to do that is sign up for a list, right? Are you getting emails every day? You should be, right? And, and make it easy instead of you spending all your time going through MLS yeah. and charging. Yeah, and Art, if you're still on the chat, I'm getting your emails every day and I love it. If you guys message Art, he'll send you a bunch. He's a realtor. He'll send you a bunch of deals every day. Yes, he's so, in our mentoring program. There you go, right? Art. Yeah. Shameless plug for YouTube. There you go. Awesome. But seriously, though, get on those automation. Get uh, We've got a couple more minutes of content. So get on those automations, guys. It doesn't cost you anything. The realtors love it because they, they're sending out deals. The other thing, too, contact wholesalers. Contact real estate brokerages. Tell them. I'm a serious real estate investor. I want deals coming my way. Um, and then you'll, you'll have your inbox flooded. And that's a good problem to have. Too many deals to look at or to delete is a good problem to have. So again, you're filling your pipeline. You might as well fill it real good. <laughs> and tell everybody you know, if, you, if you've been following our, our page, and I thought about this last night, I actually have a page saying, hey, we're, or a post saying, we're buying properties across Canada. If you have we a are. building to sell, so, contact us. So Another shameless plug, contact us. If you have a building to sell, contact us, right? Need do, you need to be out there. Everybody needs to know that you're buying properties, so that way they're going to contact you. So if they be don't out know there, you, be heard. Won't, uh, if they don't know you, it's your fault. If yeah. they don't know you want to buy a building, it's Cardone, your fault. Cardone says that. If they don't know you, they won't flow you. So anyway, but yeah, they don't know you, they can't sell you their building. All right. And uh, how to identify which deals you want and how yes. to narrow it down 
to find the cash cows. So, so many people are all over the place. They're kind of like a, like a shotgun, right? It's a spread. So what I say is find something you want and then kind of narrow down and, and get in on that. So us, it's multifamily uh, buildings. So multifamily dwellings is our bread and butter. Underperforming. Underperforming. Those are the cash cows. Now, do I, you're going to say, Dave, do you have commercial units? I'm in one of my commercial units right now. Yes, we do. We're looking at buying more. 98% of the time, what we do is we like to have residential in there, and that's the anchor, okay? You want the deal to make sense with residential, and then if there's commercial there, it's bonus, it's gravy. But again, the people who live in apartments aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Commercial, Amazon, the internet. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not saying anything bad about commercial because I do love it and more and more we're getting into it, but having that residential aspect to it there anchors the building pretty damn well. Yeah, and I think it's important to share as well. Like for us, when we started, we were pretty much all residential. So now we're exploring more and more as we feel comfortable. You know, we expert in the multifamily. Now we're expanding. But sometimes we see people trying to do, you know, multifamily, commercial, Airbnb, a little bit of everything. And it's difficult to, to, uh, to be an expert in anything if you're diversifying yeah. so much, right? And, and so, again, this is just our opinion, but... And, and, and we fall vi not victim to that too, but like we're looking at mobile homes as well sometimes too, like uh, trailer parks. It's still kind of multifamily, but again, we're not looking at uh, condos. Like again, there's nothing wrong with those. Just kind of know your, your area and stick within it and then become an expert at that. And again, some people will disagree. They'll say diversify, diversify, diversify. So that's just this is just our tidbit, guys. Again, exactly. everything makes money. Everything makes sense. But why don't you know one particular area to make money so that that way you're the best you can be at that area? Awesome. Q and A time. Q and A time. Q and A time. All right. All so right. I'm gonna bring this over so we can see some of the questions. If you have any questions about anything that we discussed, now's the time to start telling us or asking us and I'm gonna Absolutely. scroll through my phone here so if you see me really close by we're gonna start taking the questions the question is hi guys it's backwards your whiteboard is backwards. <laughs> yes that was at the beginning for those of you who are on now we were backwards at first but oh, uh, we, we fixed it high? gain on the mic is a bit high oh well, for, I think it's for you Mel am I, I, put mine am I talking too loud on your, your yeah. necklace. Okay, place. let's see that if that's better. I get excited. We can hear you. Awesome. Yes, backwards. Yes, mirror. Perfect, perfect. Works, works, works. Yes, it's good. It's good. You're hairless. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that was coming. All right, so any questions? Hey, investor Mel Dave, shout outs from New York. Nice. Hello. Yeah, guys, hit us up with your questions. This is question period. We have somebody who wants to go live, so let's, let's uh, should we try that? Somebody wants to go live, we're going to try that, let's see if they accept. Ryan Ordinez. Error too, sometimes that happens, people click uh, as a mistake. <laughs> yeah guys, hit us up with a question. Alright, so here's, what do you know? Is this gross rent or, is this person live? Not sure, we don't seem to see them. Hey, are you there? We see, we see a white screen. Okay. Okay. So let's start. Okay, what would you? All right, which one? All right. Um, Going too quick, Mel. I think it just kind of scrolled. Sorry, guys. Can no, you know? And someone asked the one percent rule uh, or seventy-five. That's gross. So gross rent is usually what I go with. 
you know, so if their rent is $1,200, then take that. You're not looking at what, uh, um, yeah, or if it's commercial and all that, look at the gross rent. Um, so can I do OPM? Can I do this with other people's monies? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's the only way we buy real estate now. Yeah. We keep our money for, for day-to-day expenses, for the what-if, for the uh-ohs, for the oops, for the unknowns. Um, but, yeah, no, OPM is, is our 100% philosophy. Uh, again, that when we bought the 12 and 12 months, all other people's money. Uh, but again, it don't, we're not saying this in a mini, uh, malicious way, like, ha ha, we use other people's money. They're making interest off it. They like it. They're, they're a willing participant in it. So it's a very, very big win-win. Absolutely. Because so, uh, some people think like, oh, you're taking your money to make more money with someone's money. <laughs> Indirectly, yes. But, but they're, they're making, the they're money, making yeah. money as well, right? And helping themselves tax-wise and all that. So it truly is a win-win, guys. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. Exactly. What subject should I do for sixth form college? Not sure what that means. I don't know what that means. Sorry, you'll, <laughs> Sorry. Need, to, you'll yeah. need to clarify that question. Can I do this little PM? Absolutely, I'm here. Any videos on setting terms for seller finance deals? Maybe we can go into that in another one. Yeah, let's, that, let's know one. that for Great next time. Guys. Awesome. I did see someone, uh, okay, someone in an expensive market wanted to stay local. So if you do want that, it's just, you have to be, okay, actually, you know what? There's two sections on this. A, I'm going to say be realistic. If your market is a hot market, don't expect the, uh, and again, take this with a grain of salt, but don't expect the high, high cash flows that other markets are getting, okay? Uh, if you're in a hot market, the reality is that, may, you know, the market is what it is and it bears what it bears. And you're probably going to be more of a um, appreciation market. You know, and that's next, the thing. That's you know what. That's the beauty of that, about that's BC, Toronto, Toronto, Montreal, California, Miami. Those places, guys, you can absolutely still invest at those places. It's, yeah, it's just it's different, right? It's so uh, we're a secondary market typically. And again, you know, we're getting, we're talking generally here. Yeah, generally our cash flow may be higher, but realistically, our appreciation is not as high as other places. So. Um, so keep that in mind, but absolutely. Yes, and the other thing too is think of how cool that is. In those hot markets, you can buy a building today. The same day next year, you could do nothing. And I'm not saying you would, but you could do nothing and it'll be worth more. Like that's the beauty of market appreciation. Now that being said, there's off-market deals everywhere in the world. Seller financing, off-market. Uh, you find those, you can probably get some cash flow because you can make it a win-win between you and the seller. That's yep. doable anywhere. What would you recommend for someone in the goal? Oh, that one, yeah. run, find a seller finance deal. So how do you find a finance seller deal? Again, you got to be out there. How many doors have you knocked on? Do, do they know that you're looking at it? And then have a conversation and then make sure to explain, you know, what's in it for them. Essentially, somebody's coming in, you know, let's say VTB owner finance. What do they want to know? They want to know how much money am I going to make on my money? And how do I know that you're going to pay me back? So you need to be prepared know what to answer show them the numbers this is what you would want and exactly. just answer the questions reverse engineer yeah hey uh, hey i'm, I'm gonna lend someone a hundred thousand dollars what am i gonna want to ask them is this gross or net income so it's it's gross yeah so for uh, your one percent and 0.75 rule is the gross rent or net income yeah, yeah so that's gross rent. Oh, oh what was that Mel? how do you guys approach a seller with a low ball offer we don't we used to do we them, used to that we don't do it anymore and uh, yeah, that's a great, you great question. You can't, well, I use, you can't unslap someone in the face, but what's the other saying? You can't, uh, you can't unmix peanut butter yeah. and jelly. Like what's that saying? <laughs> I, know it's not I don't that. know. It's so not that. Yeah, but... so you can't put the, oh, toothpaste back in the tube or whatever. There you, go. you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube eventually. 
peanut butter jelly? <laughs> I have uh, a craving for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I just want, I, anyway, uh, I thought about that this morning for Colton. I'm like, oh, no allergies. I can't do that. So anyway, you can't unslap a seller in the face once you give them a lowball yes. offer. And for us, honestly, because we do use owner financing, right? So they're a partner we, in the deal, man. Exactly. Am I going to go in and offer a lowball offer and then ask him for owner financing? Oh, they may not want to do business with me. Now, that being said, of course, it has to cash flow. The deal has to make sense. Mm -hmm. So if the deal doesn't have to make sense, yeah, I'm going to have the conversation with the seller and say, hey, Mr. Seller, you know, I'm putting in your numbers here in my matrix. I can't make it work. Are you flexible? Mm -hmm. So, so, so <laughs> are you singing again? I'm thinking of the, hey, brother. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Seller. All right, like, let's work. You guys did not sign up for it to hear him sing, right? right? Explain why you're ordering what you offer. I don't understand. Explain why, why you're ordering, ordering what you offer. Sorry, Bruno, if you can clarify yeah, Bruno, that. Yeah, Bruno, clarify. Please. Offering. Investor Britt's on here. Hi, awesome. Britt. Hey, Britt. Britt, we're doing a contest with her today. So if you're on our Instagram, make sure to oh, participate. Awesome. Yeah, we want to break the 10,000. So, yeah, that's amazing. Yes. Art, thanks for reaching out. Cool. I already got a lead. Art, there you go. There we go. My awesome. voice is in the mail. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> How much do you set aside for for expenses outside of the PITI? Is that um, uh, like a uh, principal? No, uh, PITI, that's uh, – refresh my memory, guys. I'm drawing a blank. Is that the uh, – like a profit and loss or is that your income and expenses? PITI. One has different terms, different for everything. I know. I try to keep up with the terms. I know all the acronyms, acronyms are there sometimes. Anyhow. How to avoid Pro PM property management? I think I, PMI if you don't have twenty percent down. Oh, how to avoid PMI if you don't have twenty percent down is a good option. Um, is that private money again, guys? I, I I have acronyms. That's principal and interest for me. So uh, I just yeah, please spell it out because different people have different acronyms, and I just don't want to go on a tangent. If you're thinking, Dave, what are you talking about? Britt, our friend Britt. Hey, friends. What interest rates do you pay your investors? It depends. It depends. Like owner financing, we've had it really low, right? We've had it where they were motivated sellers. We've had it, you know, starting off as low as 3%. You know, we, we pay higher um, if we're using, let's say, Mrs. RSP. It depends if we're paying lower fees as well. Yeah, everything depends and everything's negotiable. The other thing, too, Britt, that we look at is where, where, what's the state of the building? Does the building need, you know, a new roof? Does it need a renovation? Does it need all this stuff? Like how much money am I going to have to spend into it? And it's just showing the seller. I'm, I'm going to be bringing this building from here to here. So I need my cash flow every month to be low. And that's when we negotiate interest only payments, lower interest. Like, so that's not that it's a loaded question, Britt. It's just, it's a loaded question just because it's so, it varies, how, right? how is the deal doing? What's how long are you giving me in the terms? What's the exit strategy? Are you letting me prepay early? Is there penalties? Like Mel said, are we paying the legals? Or are we not paying the legals? Sometimes we have more than one deal with them under contract. Let's say we're closing one one year, one the other year. Yeah. Are they okay. flexible with the deposit? On so, I know I'm really not answering your question. It's just it's not a it's not think, a one trick pony. No, you know I mean? and so I think many... that's the answer. Is really analyzing and, and kind of looking what's the overall picture, right? Like if if they're including certain things or closing the day you want, and it's a uh, Yes. You know, cash flowing machine. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to pay a little bit more. And the, other thing, the other thing to touch on there, Britt, is, um, again, it's your comfort level. Can the deal, what can the deal sustain? What is the seller, like, how are they working with you? And what are you comfortable with? at the end of the day? Are you okay to pay X amount of interest on a deal to get it done? And if you're not, then walk away and do the next one. So kind of a, yeah, 
What about your book giveaway contest? Yes, and Nick uh, is Brit doing yes, that on her page. Yeah, so Brit and I, uh, so investor girl Brit and I, we're doing a book giveaway, three days, five books per day. Nice. All you have to do is follow Brit and myself. So if you're not following her, make sure to go follow us. She posts a lot of good content about renovations. She's a, a renovation expert. So so make sure to go follow her. Awesome. Oh, and also I have a post on my uh, on our Instagram page where if you tag. People, you get one extra ballot for oh, cool. every time you tag someone. So oh, nice. if you tag 10 people, you get 10 extra chances. Absolutely. And they're, uh, we'll sign the books as well, right? Yeah, and as we get more and more followers, guys, we're going to do more and more giveaways, and it'll be different stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing. Okay, so we'll take one Bruno. more question just because then would we're I going be... live on uh, with our mentorship. Our mentoring group. Okay, so Bruno, would I be paying more in interest on a seller finance rather than a traditional mortgage? Probably yes. And again, but again, no, sometimes no, sometimes it just depends on the deal. It depends how the seller did with the building. It depends how bad they want to get out. It depends the state of repairs. Are there, uh, are there, uh, oh, what's that word when you put the repairs for later? Um, it just means that the repairs are put on hold. So it's like, a, I forget the word guys, but it's one word that means delay, like delayed repairs or whatever the word is. It all depends. If you're getting a turnkey building and all you do, need to do is get the rents up, they might want some more interest because they've plunked a lot of money into it or the asking price. So you're probably going to pay. Sometimes what I've heard a lot of sellers tell me is they look at what the bank is offering and they add 1%. Uh, but again, the, the, the deal, the, the thing with owner finance is you're not, well, depends who what owner, depends what seller and all that. But 99% for us, you're not going through all the hoops that you would with the bank because the owner is selling you a product that they owned and that they like. And if, they, and if you don't pay, they're taking back their product that you've probably enhanced and put some money into. So they're okay. If you default, they don't want that, but they're getting the building back they sold you originally. You've put some money into it. You got the rents up. They're getting a better building back in the end. Hopefully that makes sense, yes. uh, Bruno. And I know we didn't get a chance to go through all the questions. We're going live on our mentorship yes. in, in four minutes. So we so want to say bye to you guys. So we were ready for our, our yeah, mentees. But join us next week. We're doing it again. We're always going to, I know you guys have lots yes. of questions. I'm going to look at those questions as well, and maybe one of the questions will be next week's topic. So, so please continue to ask your questions, um, and also if we don't answer right away, we'll be hopefully one <laughs> in the upcoming sessions. And yeah, we do Q and A as well every week. So absolutely. So every and I like saying it this way: every Wednesday. Uh, I don't know why I like saying it. It makes me think of the Family Guy episode. So every Wednesday, we're going to be uh, here. Next week, I'm going to have some facial hair back. Uh, I'm going to be a new, different me. And yeah, looking forward to seeing you guys. We appreciate uh, you guys coming on the live with us. I love doing these. I love giving some content and answering questions. Um, and thank you. Thank you for taking time today and joining. Yes, thank you whoever's you... giving the hearts or the likes or whatever it is. I just see it flowing up on the side yes, of the phone. Yes, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Cool, guys. See you next Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <For now. laughs>